And welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. It's the Corey C. Got the crew with me. Not the whole crew. We're going to just give y'all a little bit at a time. Ken and Zoe, what up, fellas? What up, D. Corey C. What up, Zoe? What's up, family? What's going on, Tiger Nation? What up, Nation? Corey C. What up, Ken? What up, the I Love family? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we came together. So had to come together, give the people what they want. Man, there's so much going on with JSU, just athletics in general. But definitely with football, man, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Every day is something new. You know, we can really just put a number of topics in the hat and, and stick our hand in there and pick out a topic. And we can go we can go for hours on that topic. But right. one thing we got to talk about. It's a holiday, national holiday, signing day just passed by. We haven't come together to talk about it. So impressive class that this staff has put together. So let's talk about it, fellas. Signing day. Actually, sign the signing period because we had two signing days since we last spoke. So <laughs> let, let's talk about it. I mean, I, I, I think um, I think the new, you know, new coach with the new staff, man, I mean, hit the proverbial ball at the park. And, I mean, that's not even really saying this, not giving this proper due. I mean, you look at over the course of how much has changed, you know, on the landscape of Jackson State football with the departure of the previous coach and the magnitude of how much of a lightning rod he was and, you know, not much was expected of Jackson State. And for us to actually pretty much stand pat with the same theme and the expectation that was done previously, to stand pat with that, knowing that we have literally, if not, you know, Best signing class in all of FCS. Mm-hmm. We're able to maintain that, man. That speaks volumes. And man, we got a lot of surprises. We really, really um we changed the game with this class. Just touch on that real quick. Uh, it, it really depends on what uh recruiting service you look at. Uh, but I know we are tied with Campbell per some services, some sites as far as the number one class in FCS. But I, I say that we're number one because as you guys know, when we have a four-star who commits to Jackson State, a lot of times that rating uh, somehow mysteriously drops down to three. So if, if we were to give those guys their true rating, I think we'd be number one outright. Facts. Yeah. I thought it was uh, super impressive given the fact that Coach T.C. Taylor had to put together his staff and still try to recruit on the on the go. You know, we, we played the last game of the HBCU uh, uh, season, being in a celebration bowl, and then – he was announced head coach the week of the Celebration Bowl. So when you factor that in, that just amplifies just how great of a job that he and his staff has done. When you look at us signing over 35 players in this entire recruiting cycle, and he addressed every need. And then you're talking about a ton of players hitting the transfer portal. So being able to manage that where you're watching players walk out of the door and we've seen players come through the door that really mirror the players that's exiting the door. So mm-hmm. you know they had a strategy. Mm-hmm. And then he landed a home run high. And I know we're not getting into the the, the coaching staff, but to when you when you break down the staff that he brought in, that, this is impressive, man. This is impressive. Mm-hmm. So looking at what he assembled, looking at this class that some people I don't want to get in trouble earlier saying this might be one of the best classes we've seen even in the past two years. But I ain't going to go that far. I'm going to just say, man, heck of a job by Coach T.C. Taylor and his staff, man. This was amazing. It was. Yeah. Now, we got to give T.C. his props, man. We got to give us his, his due. I don't think if it, I don't think he's gotten it enough because, you know, you mentioned what he was up against. But first yeah. of all, the, the roster turnover, I, I call it turnover because, you know, every year, every team's going to leave some guys to the portal. But because of our circumstances, I think we lost a lot of more guys to the portal than the average team and a higher caliber of guys. Because typically you lose guys to the portal because they aren't playing. Right. But we lost mm-hmm. some of our top, top players, some of the top <laughs> players in all some of the top players in college football. If you look yeah. at the players we lost, they're on uh, FBS Power Five, like watch list and Heisman list and, and impact players list on the Power Five. <laughs> so we lost them and TC had to not only replace them, but you mentioned this kid, the quick turnaround. A lot of people don't, don't think about how much time he had. When was he announced? December? December what? the uh, 13th, actually. And when was signing day? December 17th. <laughs> So, so I mean, so let's think. No, 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 think no, no. About December, December 21st. I'm sorry. Okay. 21st. So, eight 21st. days. So, yeah, he had the number later. one class. Yeah. Granted, we, we had another signing period since then, but he had the number one class. <laughs> he had eight days to put it together. Now, TC Taylor, you know, he's been working. You know, I can't, we can't say he had eight days because these are guys he had been recruiting because he always, he was always prepared to be a head coach. You guys right. have heard that saying, act as, mm-hmm. as if, right? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, dress up for the job that you want, not the job that you have. 
right? Play that role. So, you know, he's been doing that, but still to be officially announced and then have to, you know, win those guys over in terms of recruiting them in such a short amount of time. Super impressive. And then another obstacle, he was shorthanded. He didn't have a full staff. <laughs> Who did he have recruiting with him? Officially, we'll say officially recruiting with him. Coach O? Big O. Shout out hey, to, man. to Coach O, man. Hey, Coach O by himself is like three coaches recruiting. It is, man. In Mississippi. <laughs> it is, man. Yes, indeed. The, man. The master recruiter, man. And he was recruiting coordinator on the previous regime. So mm-hmm. we had a, you know, y'all know how we were thinking. We was like, man, we we just wanted Coach TC and Otis to be on the staff, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked out. And and now you, now we all see why we wanted that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, shout out to both Coach TC and Coach O. Yeah, man. I mean, Coach O, the glue, man. And, you know, just on a personal note, and I know you guys, Jackson guys, I know you guys have been knowing uh, Coach O for a long time, you know, prior to him coming to Jackson State. So so have I just from afar, just, you know, just showing it, so I watched him play football at high school and then even in uh, college. But, man, aren't you just happy to see this guy just, just move up the ranks? And see that the promote we talk about elevating right right associate head coach man he's been putting in the grind he's been grinding and putting in that work and to see it i don't want to say it hadn't paid off in the past but to just see it you know him be tc's right hand man and every all the acclaim that's coming along with him and all the uh recognition national recognition that he's getting senior yep. bowl everything or was it was it the senior bowl not the senior bowl it was the shrine bowl shrine bowl sorry shrine bowl he uh right. was coaching with the new england patriots that's right. all week that's right. man that's Aren't all just happy for him though yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking of Coach O, man, when you we all knew that he was going to be out there this week, this past week with um, the New England Patriots at the East-West Shrine Bowl in Vegas, right? But one of the things I'm really looking forward to, because y'all know anytime you go into a space where you're kind of in an elevated space, you're going to bring that back to the team. So you know he's not just going to be recruiting coordinator on Coach TC staff. He's going to be actually actively – touching the players. He's a position coach, tight ends mm-hmm. coach slash assistant coach. So he's going to be able to bring back what he what he learned and what he's been able to garner from that week and being around Bill Belichick, who some would like to consider as the GOAT, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but again, shout out to Coach O, Jacktown, Mississippi product, and he's doing a great job, man. And I uh, can't wait to see uh, just how well IJSU Tigers are going to be this year under his leadership as well as the entire coaching staff. Yeah, I definitely like to echo that. I mean, uh, and, and kudos to him again being chosen to the uh, East West Shrine um, Shrine Bowl. You know, that's just a, a byproduct of the season of the work, and again, relationships. And you know, we mentioned about how well he did in recruiting. Is this another testament to that? Because again, relationships. You know, mm-hmm. and the one thing that's going to stand out, you know, in what they did in December in the early signing period is the fact that you're going to have a great number of Mississippi talent. You know, which we did have previously, it's going to have a great Mississippi flavor, um, which, again, is going to uh, uh, reinvigorate some of our fans, knowing you're going to have more local mm-hmm. kids there. And we're already doing great numbers. This is going to be even more of an incentive to actually come out and see those kids. But, you know, we uh, uh, like I said, man, just just kudos to Otis, man. He's he's on a meteoric meteoric rise up the coaching ranks. And again, to go from online coaching the previous regime to being the recruiting coordinator to now, you know, putting that whistle back on, but also, you know, adding some more uh, titles under his name because now he's the assistant head coach as well. So kudos to O. Definitely, definitely. No doubt. So let's get to it, fellas. Let's talk about this class. So I, I want to do it a little bit differently because, you know, we, it's been a while since the, we've announced the signees and, you know, we've had shows and, you know, different platforms, live shows where we've broken down this class and talk, talked about it. So there's really not much more to talk about in terms of naming the guys. I think we all know who they are. So let's switch it up. I'm going to put you guys on the spot and okay. uh, if you have a few categories and kind of see see where y'all's head at, is at with these categories and we may i know a lot of the players like to watch the show as well so well, we don't want you know we love all of our guys but with these categories we're only going to be able to pick one or two guys per category so players if you're watching it's all love we're just gonna uh, unfortunately we can only pick one or two for each category but if you're in this signing class trust me you must be a dog and we got love for you all right so y'all ready i just want to preface that but you guys ready Okay, so the first category is, and you can do this however you want to do it. You can pick, you know, you can pick two or three guys if you want to. This is going to be hard on some of these. Uh, you can pick one high school guy, one transfer. You can pick one on offense, one on defense, however you guys want to do it. No rules to it. All right. So the first one is, who is the highlight of the class? 
That's right. The highlight of mm. the class. I'm gonna get mm. right into it. <laughs> I told you, man. It's gonna be. It's ooh, gonna ooh, be tough. Ooh, ooh. So you want to take this first? Or you want me to go? I'm gonna go. I, I can't believe I stumped Ken and Zo. I ain't started. I was okay. just okay. Zoe. Okay. Oh, you're just giving him the floor. Okay. This is an for me. Okay. Well, I, I mean, Zoe. It, it, well, it's. I think. I think everybody's going to assume we'll say something, but I'm going to go in a different direction for obvious reasons. <clears throat> I'm going to say initially the highlight of the class to me right now. I'm going to say is Jason Brown, okay. and I say that That's because of. I, I, I'm saying that because of the loss of Shadour. And just this whole premise of, you know, being able to start over, you know, at the quarterback position. So, have you know, bringing in a veteran guy, you know, saying with leadership and with plenty of years of college experience. Also knowing that, it, you know what I'm saying, knowing who we have on the coaching side at the OC, I think it's a good marriage here, you know, at Jackson State. So, I'm going to say with an asterisk, I'm going to say Jason Brown. He put the asterisk. He's already starting out with an asterisk, but it's all good. I told you it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Now you surprised me with that one. Though. I wasn't expecting Jason Brown. Well, because I know everybody's gonna automatically say, "I know Ken not gonna go that way either." I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go that way. The, the the highlight of this class is Seven McGee. Like that's a let's just call it what it is, and here's why. It's no disrespect to any other players, but it set the tone. It was the first commitment. Now, granted, he wasn't the first commit. He wasn't. It was actually Philip Short. As soon as TC was a name, Philip Short dropped. Um, he committed, but Seven McGee was that recruit that let us know. You oh. know what? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was like, all right, okay, all right. Because this is why I say that. Because you can say, okay, Philip Short is from um, from Mississippi, from Jackson. And, okay, there was ties there. Maybe there's a relationship. So people can kind of, you know, try yeah. to water that down. Easy together. You can't water down Seven McGee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was that was TC Taylor putting his stamp on Taylor it from the jump. You know what I'm saying? That hey. was coming out. Hey, Ball MJG coming out hard. Hey, hey. that was him hey. saying, I'm, "I'm here, baby. I'm here." You got to remember That's now. That was that first official standby. Right. Exactly. Well, so even before standby. So so that to me, he was the highlight of the class. Then he's a four star. You're talking about a power five um, power player five. that played. He was also the yeah. season prior. He's the number one running back out of the state of New York. Mm-hmm. So when you and talk player. about, I mean, number one player, you know, yes, yeah. correct, number one player, and um, as a running back, that's what I was thinking. And then he commits to Oregon. You don't get to Oregon without being a, a top notch player, right? So um, to have, like, it, it it opened up, you know, the door for a lot of questions. Like, man, coach, how'd you build a relationship? You want to hear more about that because this mm-hmm. is intriguing. Because it's like, wait a minute, you get a Philip Short and then a Seven McGee. Mm-hmm. Man, we finna be in for a ride, and as we can see, that's what we saw throughout the rest of this uh, signing class. So, I say the most, you know, instrumental recruit was was Seven McGee because it really set the tone for what we went on to see. And another key thing about that was the timing of it because that was a time where. We were all, let's be honest, we were all waiting to see, okay, all right, TC got the job, but, man, let's see. What, what is he going to do from a recruiting standpoint? <laughs> we knew what he could do, right? Yeah. We still wanted to see it, but the outsiders, okay, they lost Deion Sanders, so their re- recruiting is going to go back down. It's going to go back to where it used to be. So you're talking about, you know, out of the gate, just knocking it out of the park from day one and putting everyone on notice. I don't think it could have come at a better time, right, right. right out of the gate. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so – this one, I, I would have expected you guys to go with seven for this one. You can go with seven as well if, if you want to give it to him for this one as well, the next one. Uh, but it's biggest surprise of the signing class. Who's your pick for biggest surprise of the signing class? Uh, I, I'll take this one first. Um, go ahead. My, my biggest side, um, Philip Well. That was my biggest surprise because that again another four-star kid transfer from LSU. It's like whoa, you know what I'm saying? Um, like when you're talking about a surprise, yeah, Seven McGee could have been a surprise. We he he fit the bill too, but now we're like in the meat and potatoes. You know, we passed early signing day, right? Uh, we in January, fellas, and then all of a sudden, boom, you get this stud. <laughs> of a transfer, man, who is, um, again, you don't get to an LSU if you're not a dog, man. So you're talking about a, 
And I know we've had him on Tiger Talk, but my goodness, man, that one was a shocker to me because that was like, okay, all right, we cooking now, man. Coach TC, that's when them standbys got to popping, right? So that was that was the biggest surprise uh, of this signing class for me. Philip Webb, six four two fifty plus out of LSU, Buford, Georgia, to be exact, four star kid, man. And his film, you just see violence. <laughs> you just see violence. That's my pick, Core. And so, so, so let me let me say something about that. You say that's the uh, the biggest surprise, but me. think about yeah, 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 for you. But think about it. He asked, and he wanted to be here. He said it on Tiger Talk. We didn't even have to recruit him. This is what where he wanted to be. So the guy who was your biggest surprise, that's normally a person that you would think the staff, you know, recruited and wooed and whined and dined and did all this, and, and we were fortunate to get him. But this guy said, oh, no, I, I didn't have to do much. I already wanted to be here. So, And this is, again, post-Coach Prime. So it goes back to Coach T.C. Taylor and the job that he's doing. Hmm. Well, the biggest surprise for me, I got and I got to – highlight the fact that this goes along the wild you know we had already got seven you say it's had came so we had got some names coming in but we we're getting a certain thing we we're getting a lot of receivers running backs and and and, uh, and dbs but this came out of the field so Ken, i'm gonna match you four star for four star camera james okay yeah. camera james mm-hmm. was a big surprise man came out of the yeah. field four star old lineman you know, straight out of Minnesota. And, you know, again, yeah. and this is before, again, you know, officially knowing what the staff is. And we see we got this first big old lineman, 6'8", you know what I'm saying? You're talking about uh, 6'8", 280, you know what I'm saying, from Chicago of all places in the Midwest. And we talk about, you know, knowing that we want to, at the time, we're like, man, we need to get some old linemen. We need some beef. And we get a four-star out of left field, totally unexpected, almost like a seven type of field. But, man, you know, and to get him – and the fact that he's here, and then we add the other alignment. So Cameron was a huge surprise. I think one of the biggest surprises that we got. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely a surprise. Now, you know, you guys are, are are insiders, so you know a lot of this information y'all kind of find out in advance. So it, maybe it was a surprise when you found out that we were going after him, but it wasn't a, you know surprise when he signed because you knew we were going after him. The staff kind of tipped us off a little bit and told us the importance of getting him. So he was a guy who we had our fingers crossed and brought him to town and, uh, you know, told him, Hey, when you come, you know, just one way ticket, don't even pack, you know, bring all your stuff so you can stay. Cause it was, it was up mm-hmm. against it in terms of getting enrolled. So they were able to pull that one off. So definitely good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Immediate impact talking about a guy who orange blossom classic fam, you Miami make his name known right away. He can be a freshman. He, no, do, do this for me because we're going transfer heavy so far, which is fine. If you go with a transfer, that's fine, but give me a freshman as well. All right, I'm gonna go first. Transfer kid over going with this. Yep. He says Guthrie. Yep, I knew he was going there. <laughs> he says Guthrie, man. <laughs> I man, knew man. Hey man. <laughs> he, he, let me tell you, he says is going <laughs> to reap major havoc on the swag of biblical proportions. I mean, his name came out the Bible. Biblical proportions, dog. But, um, man, I, I, I really figure in the sense to start from day one, man, be a leader on the team. He's humble. He has the right moxie. He's an All-American, for crying out loud. Guy has a pro um, NFL pro potential, man, and he's hungry, you know, having a year out uh, away from away from the game. And uh, we're loving on him. So, he, you know, he's ready to step in and prove. But, man, from the high school ranks, oh, man, immediate. I'm going to say Tristan Sion. Mm. Ooh. I'm going to say Tristan, Tristan Sion. Um, what kind of – I'm going to say Tristan Sion uh, because, you know, we got to bring up the point that, guys, for an FCS program, we have quite a few freshmen that early enrolled as freshmen that's mm-hmm. enrolled on campus. And Tristan, again, high level, has the measurables, man, 6'2", 180 pounds, uh, in the work in the um, workout program right now under, you know, under Coach Beef. And, um, man, bundled with the teammates, going to be getting that work in in the spring, you know, going against the likes of a Malachi Wyman and all those great receivers that we have. So he's kind of got to jump on some of the other guys, man. So I look, I look for him to – you know, probably get some immediate playing time. Cool. I'm gonna go with DeAndre Towns Blue. 
Offensive mm, lineman. Wow. I wasn't expecting that one. Lackawanna like College. Wow. He's going to start, in my opinion. I got him projected to start on the offensive line. I mean, we lost we lost three starters, man, to the transfer portal. So um, I expect him to come in and make an immediate impact because I think the success of the team is going to be centered around this off O-line and D-line. So um, DeAndre Towns blue. I mean, when you look at his film, my goodness, man. The kid is a – and the way TC spoke about him, you could tell that – and hey, this kid came in heavily, heavily desired by J.O., Coach J.O., right? Mm-hmm. You know, we got a big O and a J.O., right? So, um, but I think DeAndre Towns blew another lack of one of community college transfer. Shout out to Nugget and, and Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I if I had to go to the high school ranks, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Nareek Sharp. Okay. Cornerback. Immediate impact wow. because mm-hmm. – from a DB standpoint, we bring two, but we bring back two players who started half the season, and that's uh, Jalen Hughes and uh, K five Kevrick Wiggins. But with the transfers that left, that exited, um, and Nugget leaving to go to the draft, Isaiah Bolden leaving to go to the draft, that opened up a position to where I think you're going to see everybody that's that committed from a high school and transfer standpoint at DB is probably going to see some field or either have an opportunity to play. And I think Nareek Sharp is that. He's a rangy kid that's got great technique. I think he uh he he can come in and be a day one starter, honestly, whether it be the nickel or whether it be, you know, I think he has that great of a skill set. When you go and look at the play, the schools that we were in competition with. Now I had one North other Tech, name. Mississippi State, Michigan yeah. State. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. did have one other name, but and I won't say it, but I just feel like the depth in front of him is gonna be an uphill battle. But I could have easily went Stanley Cooks. Easily mm-hmm. at D line, mm-hmm. but I think that D line in the interior where he's going to play is going to be loaded <laughs> with the returnees. You know what I'm saying? With the Devonte Davis, True Thompson, Jeremiah Williams, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Right. So uh, I just think the, the the DB position is really going to be the greatest opportunity for anybody who steps up to get on the field. And I think Nareek Sharp is going to be that kid to do to do so. So I was expecting Nareek Shark to be one of y'all's pick for a surprise because that surprised me. You're talking about just coming out of left field and, you know, they only mm. started recruiting him recently. So they were behind the eight ball in terms of recruiting him and a guy who had true power five office. It wasn't yep. a situation where power five schools were interested, but they had him as a plan B, plan C. No, he's the guy who chose. He picked the J-hat over the Mississippi State Bulldogs, over Georgia Tech, over Michigan State, over Colorado State. So, again, man, I hate to keep harping on it, but <laughs> this goes all the way back to T.C. Taylor because mm-hmm. some of these kids, and not to take anything away from the Tristan Sion or uh, Noah Bouye or any of the Isaiah Spencer, Isaiah Kenda, not to take anything away from those signings. And I say that because those are guys who we started recruiting with the previous staff. So they got to visit and see the hype. So I don't want to say it was easier to keep them, but we already had a relationship with them, right, prior, right, with the previous staff. But the recruiter guy that we hadn't talked to under that previous staff competing against power five teams and to come in at the 12th hour and get him. Hey, what can you yeah. say? It's a good point. What can you say? Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let, let's stir it up a little bit. Make it a little bit harder for you. You can only pick one. Right. We expect going forward, we expect uh, to have players drafted every single year. Shout out to Mr. James Houston, kicking things off, showing mm-hmm. the world that it doesn't matter where you play ball at. If you can play, you can play. That's going to trickle over to Aubrey Miller, who has increased, improved his draft 
stock his status. Dallas Daniels has done the same, looking for Isaiah Bolden to make some noise. And, you know, Nugget, I don't want to get the naming because, you know, we always leave somebody out. But a number of guys who are up for the draft. If you look at the team, uh, you know, guys, underclassmen, uh, next year as well, we expect there to be a uh, consistent pipeline of players getting drafted to the NFL. So along those lines, take this recruiting class. Give me one name. If you could pick one guy with your NFL draft pick out of this draft class, who you got? I think me and Ken both probably going to agree on this one. I'm going to go DeAndre Towns Blue. I think Ken will agree with me on that one. Let's see how well you know Ken. Is that your pick too, Ken, before you expound on it, though? <laughs> no, I agree with him, but that's not my pick. Okay, okay. All right, I got you. So he, so he agrees with you, but you only pick one. All right, that's cool. Go ahead, Zo. Uh talk to me. Why? Like, like why I mean, dude, I mean, first off, he has the measurables. But yeah. we're talking about a we're talking about an NFL prototypical left tackle with a mean streak and a propensity to like throw people. Seriously. To throw defensive ends on a consistent basis. And um, I just think, man, with the way that we're going to play this year, we're going to be a very physical team that's going to work to his asset. And I think he's going to have an abundance of good film to go with those measurables. And, again, we're we're, we're highlighted because we got tons of scouts coming because we do have the roster from, you know, from all the other positions. They're coming. And so to sit here and see that guy and watch him be physical and do what he does, because he you see him, he got the look uh, alongside some other old linemen that we have. And they're going to have the offense that's going to make them shine, I think, more so than the quarterback and the running back and the receivers. I think the offense that we're going to run is really going to highlight the old line. I really do. And so with that being said, it's going to give him a great alleyway to showcase what we can do to get to the NFL. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a different way. Um, now, granted, this young man is going to have to stay at Jackson State his entire tenure. But looking at the position, looking at his measurable, looking at just his DNA, I'm going to go with Braxton Barney out of Madison Central High School. And here's why. The pick. 6'4", 230. He is related to Lim Barney. So he has that Hall of Fame DNA and here's the re- here's the main reason. I had an opportunity to sit down with him right here on Tiger Talk and talk to him. He wants to be the best defensive end in the world. And I think like he he has that mentality that that that's my destiny to be the greatest defensive end to ever play the game. And I'm telling you when a part of it is you got to want it. <clears throat> you got to want to get to that next level. You got to believe that you can and you got to be willing to put the work in. And I think that he has it. He has a motor now, granted, you're talking about a 6'4", 18-year-old, man. That's 230 with the potential to grow another inch or two. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the positions that HBCU players are – you now you can go DB, but we can only make one pick. We could I could have named seven, eight kids out this out of this signing class okay. that I could have went with. Yes. Since you only said we can do one, I'm going to stick with the defensive end position. When you have good size, good motor, and you look at what James Houston is doing – you look at the defense. So you, this is what I'm saying. When you look at the draft picks that went last year, just as a slide rule, it was three defensive players and one offensive lineman. Then you look at who played, who made an impact. It was the three defensive players. Not saying that Jatari Carter didn't make an impact, but when you looked at the NFL this past season, I think that that's going to permeate. Then you look at, the two HBCU players that shined in the senior bowl, it's usually the defense. So a lot of times we get opportunities. Uh, hopefully that changes where we're not limited, but that's my pick. And that's, and I, I just believe that he very well could be that. And he related to our one of our four Hall of Famers, Lim Barney. So how dope is that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge, man. Okay, so with those guys, those are guys who – you know, you just know right away these guys have the potential to be special and go on to the NFL, obviously. Well, one thing about Barney, believe it or not, he doesn't have a star rating, which is weird. I, I don't know what's up with that, but that's that a hurt. three. I mean, just looking at the film, that's at least a three-star kid. So yep. I don't know what's up. But one thing I look at more so than the stars, I look at the offers, right? He had the offers, uh, you know, some other offers, some other places where he could have gone to let you know he's a, a highly he's talent. But uh, some players, you know, you come in, obviously you have to develop them. 
to become the player that you you know hope that they can become. You guys remember a guy by the name of Sylvester Morris? Yep. First round NFL draft pick. Well, fun fact, you diehard fans will know this, but uh, fun fact, he wasn't highly regarded, highly touted. He didn't have any offers. We were his only offer. Senior year, he caught 13 passes, one touchdown. Right? There was a one of the coaches saw him, like what he saw, saw the raw potential, and told him if he could run a four or five, he'd offer him a scholarship. So that's one thing he always <laughs> had was speed. So he said he ran his butt off. <laughs> he got that scholarship, and you know, just just, just the guy. We we call in our group chat, we call him Jags. Just the guy. You know, we'll sign a guy, and call, he, he's a Jag. He's just the guy. So, yeah. so that's the boy. He was just the guy, right? But obviously, you know, four years later, he turned into a, a first round uh, NFL draft pick. So, who's your pick on this team? I'm not saying he's a Jag. Don't get me wrong. But who's your who's your guy? Who he's not going to be that impact guy right away. He's going to take some development. He may have to redshirt and ultimately reach his full potential. But who's that guy that most people probably wouldn't call an NFL draft pick? But if you look three, four years down the line, he'll be that Sylvester Moore. Maybe not a first round draft pick, but he'll be a guy who ultimately turns into an NFL draft pick that we're not expecting. I would say uh, Jason Ward. Okay. Wow. In what position? In what position? That's the, and that's, that's my point. And that's why I was actually going to say that because, you know, right now, you know, we listen as a tight end, but, you know, he's actually playing linebacker. And just like to echo what you just stated earlier, two-star athlete, but you got to remember the offers. <laughs> the guy has some really, really, really good offers. And remember, he really started to buzz uh during the last this previous summer you know during the camps his name just started bubbling that's when those offers started going crazy and jace had a good year for a good mckeachern program and so you know you figure um again he has a, he's 6 220 i mean that screams linebacker to me and so we have yeah, to see get him on campus see where he's going to be because you know say we may play him somewhere tight end but um you know, again, I think we're gonna have one thing we got we gotta remember too is that we have with all this good raw clay, we gotta remember, man, we have an NFL D line coach mm-hmm. on staff with NFL connections, you know, to even mention like the Braxton Barney thing as well. You know, got a guy that can mold some good clay. Um, and so I just really feel like with some time to groom because Jace is still growing as well. So just some time to see what he could do, even you know. May even be another switch to a different position. Who knows? But the guy definitely has some talent. I'm going to keep it in the family. Ahmad Miller. Hmm. Oh, good pick. Hmm. Same I know thing. He's a running back. I know he's a running back right now. Okay. I mean, you're talking six feet. What is he? Uh, let's see. What's Ahmad Miller? 210? <laughs> hey, man. You're talking six feet, six one. He's an athlete, man. I mean, play safety, play running back. But like Zoe and I were talking, I don't expect him to necessarily be so quick to change positions. You know, definitely can see him developing. But even if he did, I just think that the work ethic, the DNA, I mean, he has a brother that will get drafted this year, I believe. And uh, having him come in and just, hey, man, I think I think Ahmad Miller, I think he got it. I think he got it. Usually the younger brother can kind of follow the, the older. I had another name in mind, but um throw it out there. That's a good choice. Though. No, you, the, the, you can throw it out uh, there. Well, the other the other name that I had in mind uh was um and are we sticking from this was high schoolers or just anybody? It's up to you. Well, the other name I had were well, you talking about someone that could fall under the radar and develop Bloom, is late bloomer, yeah. Noah Baloo. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because Noah Baloo sitting right at almost six three. He's sitting at 6'3", 215 right now, and he's a nice – when you look at his film, coming out of Lancaster High School, really like a two-star, um, you're talking about a kid that's got, like Zoe keeps saying, uh, uh, he's good clay. You got a really good linebacker's coach with a great deep coordinator. I mean, listen, man, this young man at age 18, at that size, nice. man, that's an FBS body right there, and all he has to do – is 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 get get in on the coach beef, let him strong you know strengthen him up, and you talking about uh, playing behind a Jarente Davis, playing behind an Allen Walker who came in with this class, or or Javarian Jenkins or KJ Arrington. You seeing them do the work? I think this young man can come in get some get some reps and be very similar to some of the linebackers that we had on the roster previously, but we won't mention their name because they're no longer in Tiger uniforms, but. Shout out to him. I think that I definitely think Noah Blue could be a late bloomer. They can they can definitely have that potential. 
I actually like that choice. Uh, I like to use Noah as a good analogy. Like, you know, so we're talking about red shirt and it gives the uh, mindset almost like saying, you know, we're just going to uh, got this car we were building. It needs a little work, right? But you, whenever you're doing it, was the first thing you always ask? What the engine running like? He got a good motor. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just need some other little body parts to get with him. And then, you know, now you go take him out for good stroll. But, I mean, he got the frame. He got the good engine. Got a good motor. Everything else could be added on to it to add to what Ken was mentioning. So that's a damn good choice. But man, it's so many, it's hard to actually keep up with, you know, so who you going to choose. Yeah, it is. I hope you have a list of, of the signing class. Oh, I got the list in front of me. That's why I'm listening. You got to have. You got to have. I ain't trying to make no memory out of this. It's 30 plus players. Man. We, yeah. All right, here we go. The vet. So uh, attendance is on the rise. We, uh, we expect attendance to continue to climb, you know, this, despite – you know, a famous coach moving on, but we, we, the fan base has been uh, reinvigorated and we've gained new fans. So we don't expect that to, to fall off at, 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 at all. We expect it to continue to increase. So, man, it's just something about when the vet is rocking, when the team is good, and when we have some electrifying, electrifying plays, it's just something about it. So, there's always that guy on the team who's Mr. Electric who will electrify the vet over the years. We don't even have, we're not going to get into names, but. Based on this recruiting class, the signing class, who is your Mister Electrify the Vet? I got two. Okay, who you got? Come on with Isaiah Spencer. Ooh, that's a good one. And believe it or not, man, nobody flying under the radar. Mike Williams. He is flying under the radar. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but man, Mike Williams, man. Electrify the vet. Give me Isaiah Kendall. Ooh. Uh, too late now. <laughs> All right. Give me Tim Stewart, bro. Wow. Speak on that. That's a defensive player. Like, like talk yeah. to him. Where that come no, from? reason being that Tim Stewart is a hard hitter, man. And he's at home. I think Tim Stewart is definitely going to be that kid that's – I mean, he's the he's – the, he's the, um, He's a veteran presence, and I think he's going to relish in this moment, man. Like, this is his time. He's at home. I think he's going to really, like, from a defensive standpoint, like, be the be the, be the the motor that – the engine yeah. of the defense, the voice. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I can see him really, like, getting the crowd worked up, man. Yeah. Because he plays so hard, man. He played hard, hard. I, I, who who plays harder than Tim Stewart? If we just had to just pick somebody right now, that's plus he's a big hitter. Hard, huh? Plus he's a big hitter. Plus he's a big hitter. That's too. what I'm saying. So when you're talking about electricity, hey man, the defense can get things worked up, man. We've had the best defense in the past two seasons. Now I, I get it. You talk about well, I like said defensive player. I can't even say a quarterback because I don't know who the quarterback gonna be. But facts. I'm gonna go with Tim Stewart and I'm gonna say Isaiah Kendall. Well, I, I can speak on personal experience. Y'all gotta let me have this moment because Zoe, you never miss an opportunity to when it, to throw out a Callaway reference. Ken, Madison Central Mary, you never miss an opportunity. So this is my opportunity to talk some Hazelhurst <laughs> High School Indians football. Yeah, three A, but we get it done. So it's right. a great pick because I have witnessed this man electrify our, our stadium on Friday night saying? over and over and over. So See I'm with saying? you. Shout out to my boy, and, and guess what? We're bringing the whole town. We're bringing the whole town. We don't have that many people, right down the road. But we're bringing them all. So yeah, well, we're going electric well, right well, Corey, I gotta say, I look, I tell kid all the time, the kid is electric, man. That kid, if it wasn't for the measure, but that kid would be a five star. Damn, he said that multiple times. Tell me, it's, it's only because of his measure. If it wasn't for the measure, that kid would be a five star. <clears throat> Five star talent. Definitely, definitely. Love it. All right. All right. Fan favorite on social media. Who's that guy who you always look for his tweets, his Instagram posts? Fan favorite. Mm. Keeps the fans engaged, always engaged. Oh, that's fans. easy. That's easy for me. I'm going to steal your thunder, though. I'm going, he says Guthrie, man. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now there's another name that you can choose, but you, you know what? Who you going? Who you got? I'm. I'm. Look. I'm Watch gonna go team. with this year's this class version of Jensen Riley. Uh oh, who is that? Tristan, Tristan Solomon. Solomon. I knew you. 
I knew he was gonna do that. That's why I said I knew he was, I knew where he was going. <laughs> when I said, but no, but but for real though, like Isaiah and Tristan are like those the, are the two. Those are the two, without question. When it comes to social yeah. media engagement, oh yeah, without question. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. We uh brought on we, we gave Coach T C and Coach Odell props as far as recruiting, but we brought on some new coaches as well, pretty much overhauling the coaching staff and they're really getting it done on the recruiting trail. I encourage you guys to not not you guys, but the listeners, because I know you guys are you two already know. But what they're doing as far as this 2024 class, you know, and I, I'd hate to be the guy who continue to bring up Coach Prime's name. I, I know how some people feel about that, but it is what it is. If you were to look at this class, if you did not know that Coach Prime was not still the coach at Jackson State and you were just following recruiting and seeing the offers going out, you would not know that he has moved on because it has not right. dropped off. That's a good point. Right. Still sending out the same four stars. I feel like these are the same guys that we would be recruiting if that previous staff was here. So kudos to these guys getting it done as far as 2024. So who is your pick for coach recruiter who has impressed you the most? From the from a recruiting standpoint, oh wow! And you know what? Can't know I'm going with this. I'm gonna say Coach Jo. Okay, Damn. because because guess what? According to his own mouth, oh the yard will be guarded. We gonna protect the block. He said that when we got two big commitments on the old line. Yeah, the yard will be guarded. That's we good. must protect the block, you know, and, and, and I have to bring them up because, again, like we stated earlier, you know, I feel like all the coaches did their thing. We made all these splashes, but then the narrative was starting to get out there like, oh, yeah, we're, we're it's cute. This is almost like prime. We're getting all these, you know, these athletes and receivers and, you know, running backs, all the pretty flash and dash. But we what we really need is this. And Coach J.O. said, man, let me roll my sleeves up and, and, and show y'all what I'm about to do. And then, bam, you get hit with a four-star. Bam, you get hit with, with his other three-star, Juco All-American. You know what I mean? And then, bam, you get another three-star kid out of Holmes County Central. You know, and it was just right after another, after another, after another. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's height. You know, we the, the shortest old lineman on the whole entire team now is right at 6'4". The shortest lineman. You know, you're talking about two bookends at 6'8". I mean, Coach J.O. is working. Right. Um, if I had to pick a coach that I'm most impressed with from a recruiting standpoint. Where are you going? Oh, boy. Damn. Maurice Harris, man. I could go I could go R.J. Fleming, but. Yeah, I was. I, I, was, I was thinking. thinking I mean, R.J. Right. Fleming has been very impressive. Mm. But here's yeah. why I say Maurice Harris, because. Maurice Harris engulfs the entire offense, and he's had a hand in a lot of what you've seen uh, come through. But damn, man, RJ has RJ has hit it, man. He's, he's hit, hit it. it. He's, he's hit, hit it. it, man. He's hit it. It's 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 hard. And, and even Coach Bradley, I know I'm picking naming everybody, but <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I'm surprised it took so long for it to happen for you to just name everybody. Bro. Damn, it just that was hard. Even listen, man. I got to pick one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Coach uh, Maurice Harris because just his name alone and, and being able to really like – like when you saw the offers go out there and see see who actually committed. Like, when, for example, when you look at some of the wide receivers, uh, some of the wide receivers were recruited by O and TC, you know what I'm saying, before he had become the, the coach or whatever. But uh, I guess in that instance, it, I, you could go with RJ because RJ has been aggressive, man. But I, I – I'm gonna stick with Coach Harris, man. I'm gonna stick with Coach Harris. I mean, I, that's still a great hire, man. Phenomenal hire to be, to be exact. Exact. Yeah. Without, let me say it this way: uh, R.J. Fleming coached with Coach Harris over at Liberty, so Maurice Harris brings in R.J. Fleming, so we can do a package deal. Good point. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, last one, and this is not really a category to, to pick from or to choose someone from but i just want you guys especially you can but both of you just kind of talk about the significance of what we've been able to do going into a school like a madison central and i'm, I'm 
picking that school and Ken knows why, because we typically, and there's some other schools that we could name as well, but we had a lot of success in Madison Central this season, this recruiting season with several players that typically we probably would have even spoken to. And if we did, you know, they would have, let's be honest, not to speak for these three guys individually, but just in general kind of blown us off. So to, to be able to go into those schools and then all those kids from Madison Central that we signed, they really, really wanted to be here. Like they, they bleed blue. Like they are Jackson state university, true blue already. So just talk on the significance of being able to go into some of these places that it, traditionally we haven't been able to have success at that has talent. Yeah. Madison central is a, is a, a unique situation because, you know, to, to keep it on the up and up, man, I'll just say that some other power five schools within the state has had their hands uh, wrapped around Madison County for quite a while, uh, specifically Ole Miss, you know, you take uh, someone like a Mike Espy who played there. You take a Shea Hodge who played there. Some of these guys are very instrumental in the city. And when you go and look into the town where they have some of the best facilities, uh, they have camps, they have a lot of that that goes on. So a lot of the kids that can afford the camps, that can afford to work with these coaches, played at these Power 5 schools. So, and then let's be real about it. Like, we weren't very good <laughs> for like seven, eight years. So, that didn't help us none. Uh, but when you have a, someone like a Otis Ridley and a T.C. Taylor who has a rank within the state and respect within the state, um, and then you bring in a Coach Prime for two years, you change the narrative about Jackson State rel relatively quick, and then Coach Prime leaves, T.C. stays, Co Coach O stays. Now their relationships – within the state are allowed to be put on display because if you remember under coach prime, they were responsible for Mississippi and then coach O was the recruiting coordinator. So when you look at it like that, Madison central now is a little easier because the doors were open under the previous couple of years, but now we had some success and we won. So when you're able to go into a floor Mississippi and get some of that talent, because a lot of people understand, like, for the dynamic of Madison Central, there's a lot of Florida Mississippi kids, man. I saw it. I, I was a part of it. A lot of my teammates from Florida. And we're talking about some of the best athletes in the state in a very small town. It don't make sense. It's like Batesville, man. You don't get why South Panola good every year, right? But when you factor that in, I'm, I'm more than ecstatic because I know how certain parents um, just didn't think Jackson State was a – good decision or a good choice for their kid. And to see not one, not two, but three young men who played on the state championship team, uh, was it two years ago, um, B.J. Washington, Isaiah Ken, I mean, Isaiah Ken, Isaiah Spencer, and now Braxton Barney. These are three championship caliber players. And I'm going to add one more name, Corey. I know this, he's part of the football program too, Mr. Xander Henderson. I know I'm going to shout him out. He's part of the equipment staff. So you got another Madison Central Tiger, I mean Madison Central Tiger. Madison Central Jaguar. I call them Jack Jaguar Tigers. But um, I'm happy about it. I'm ecstatic about it. And it just speaks to um, we're back, man. It just don't it feel like we're back. Jack State is back, man. Right. You know, more disrespect in the block, baby. We back and it's official. And sitting down with Braxton, he wanted to be here. Just like you That's said, me. and Corey, they want to be at Jackson State. And that, not a rebound situation. It's not, it's not a you know, first choice. So, so and, and I'll take that a step further, man. I want to give a – I'm going to do this. Normally I, I don't do this, but I'm, I'm going to put it out there, man. I want to give a shout-out to Isaiah Spencer. Uh, first of all, just, uh, you know, just been like a lead recruiter, man, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting on social media. He, he's a guy who we could have put up there with uh, with yeah. Sias and uh, and, and uh, Tristan as far as fan favorite. But, you know, he's very active on social media, instrumental in recruiting. Uh, obviously happy for uh, Brandon as well. But even a guy like a Jimmy Holiday, we didn't get him, but he was really going after him. And this kid, Isaiah Spencer, again, he had offers. He could have gone elsewhere. Georgia Tech, I think he came down to us in Georgia Tech. But the reason why I want to shout him out is because right there at the at the last minute, and you talked about, Ken, the Power 5 programs in, in Mississippi having kind of a stranglehold on Madison Central, specifically with Ole Miss. Uh, well, he could have gone there as well, USM. But uh, there's a Power 5 program outside the state of Mississippi at the last minute came after Isaiah Spencer, which is normal. You know, you fl we flipped kids before. We, quote, unquote, we flipped Dejon Warren from Georgia last minute. Well, <laughs> honestly, he had already flipped a long time before that, but, you know, 
for the world he flipped on signing day right uh but so so that's that's not abnormal for because until you sign obviously it's fair game to continue to re- recruit you but this particular power five and we won't say what power five it is i'll just smile we're all familiar with this power five very familiar with this power five and i'll just smile <laughs> they i won't say they i'll say the one particular coach talked negatively about jackson state to this kid said some negative things mm. right worst decision ever if you go there right things like that so uh but he didn't let it phase him i spoke to him about it because i found out before signing day and he laughed it off he said blue and white all day he said i'm signing at 2 p.m on signing day so shout out to isaiah spencer it's unfortunate that other other power fives will scoop to that uh stoop to that level a little old jackson said, state university you said, okay, you, said, you said a previous yeah, no i didn't say previous i said a power five power five okay I yeah you. i said a power five don't mix my peas up but no i know my bad I, <laughs> go ahead pushing p out here man. oh there you go <laughs> so power five to have to stoop to that because you would think that if you're a power five you can you can recruit a kid based on who you are you shouldn't have to talk down on jackson state right but anyway i just wanted to put that out there normally we don't go we don't go that route on tiger talk i'll let ken and zoe talk about it when they get ready but uh we'll leave it at that any, any final words <laughs> any, any i just want to put that out there and y'all can take it from there if you know what i mean uh any right, final man. words though just, just want to stay man um to all the other family man just pay attention to everybody that came in this class this class is going to be a transformational class we're talking about not just this upcoming season but the the following year and the following year after that this is going to be the real game-changing class for JSU athletics going forward. You know, guys got to remember, we're on a current 20-game winning streak, conference winning streak, which is tied for the uh, third longest in conference history, you know, and this is going to be the class that's going to, you know, help break that record, this class right here in particular. So, you know, um, this class is going to change the game because it's the first class of the T.C. Taylor era, Taylor game. Guard the yard, baby. <laughs> I love it, man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. No doubt, no doubt. All right, fellas, been a pleasure as always. Until next time, go Tigers. The I love, go Tigers. Baby.